Yeah. I know what. I know what. Letter backwards. There's no red. There's no red letters in this one either. I know what our uh, who we are. I know who we are. I know that we are not ashamed. And I know that we're making disciples. That's what I. That's what I know. Who are we, Adam? Oh, you read. <laughs> Street Smart Christian is a ministry that focuses on bringing people closer to Jesus. SSC is a Christian group that doesn't doesn't focus on religion. Give me a double switch for it too. Don't. So now I'm I'm, I'm gonna walk. drop. That was for me when I was supposed to be taking my antibiotics, but today, yesterday, today, today's my last day. I'm supposed to finish it today. I don't know. I, I, got, I gotta run, dude. We are me. Be right back. Hold the fort now. I guess while Kevin's outside taking his antibiotic, I think uh, I'll read through. This is our. Sir, a statement of faith for Street Smart Christian. And I made this because I know it's very important, especially for uh, people who want to get into our youth program that we're trying to get going, um, to know what our statement of faith is. Um, And I have multiple copies here, so if anybody would like one, uh, I can mail one to you or you can come to church on Sunday and I can give you one. But who are we? Street Smart Christian is a ministry that focuses on bringing people closer to Jesus. SSC is a Christian group that doesn't focus on religion, but on a relationship with our Lord and Savior. We are not ashamed. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. We're all about making disciples. Matthew 4.19 says, and he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Who doesn't like fishing, right? Are you not supposed to look at the camera? Well, I'm looking at the camera because if I look at this, it looks like I'm looking at the corner of the table. Yeah. So we can look at it? Yes, you got, yeah, you're supposed to, don't look at the screen, look at the camera. Oh. Because then you're looking at the, oh, boy. Sorry. Matthew 28, 19 says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That's our faith statement. We got copies. I can send you copies via email. I can send you copies messenger. To mail them to you. Yeah, that's what I just told them. I said, if if you go to www.streetsmartchristian.com, the number one.com and you sign up for our email list, I will send you this immediately. And I need to do that for the people who thank you to all who have signed up. I will send you a faith statement. And this is just so you know who we are, what we're all about. We're just a couple of goofballs here trying to trying to get closer to Jesus, trying to walk more like Jesus every day. And we're trying to uh, learn this Bible better every day. We don't know it like the back of our hands, and we weren't, I mean, we were we were raised to know who Jesus was, but we weren't raised in Bible study. 
Uh, so we're just learning just like everybody else. And that's why we wanted to put this out on social media because all of your noses, and you must admit it, are in your phones and on your tablets and in your devices 24-7. So you're not really getting a lot of the gospel message. And if you are, it might be getting twisted. It might be getting confused. And if we aren't bringing the gospel message, then, then let us know. Mm -hmm. uh, correct us on it. Or if you have questions, let us know. And we will do the best we can to look these questions up. Um, we've got a lot of good mentors out there that would be more than happy to answer a lot of these questions. We, we know we got some good, solid Bible teaching pastors and, and theologians and scholars out there that we follow on social media. We know they're sound um, because, well, I mean, none of us are truly sound. No, but we, a lot of the people that we look up to and a lot of people that we follow, I mean, and they, and they match up with what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. It may be boring at times to listen to a lot of these guys. I mean, I listen to John MacArthur, and, and if you want to take a good nap, put it on. But he, <laughs> sorry, he is, yeah, sorry. sorry, John, but you are, you, sometimes the truth isn't exciting. Um, if you want to listen to somebody you feel like is going to jump you after they talk, tune into Bodie Bakken. Because he sometimes sounds like he is going to beat you to death if you're not. And he, but that's the truth. The truth smacks you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to listen to a lot of good truth-telling stories and biblical teachings, then go to Alistair Beck. Yeah, he has a lot of serious ones, but he also has. He's a little looser. He's a little. He mixes he, in some good humor. Yeah, he can incorporate. So I mean, those guys are all sound teachers. Um, stamped and verified. Blue go, check, go check mark. Them out. Yeah, go yeah, blue check mark. Um, I'm pretty sure that there are social. I don't even think Bodie Bachman has social media. Now he got canceled, man. Well, a lot of people put his content out there, so you see it. Look at it. Yeah, it's, um, it's really great stuff. Of course, we have it on here. You can check us out on social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I don't do a whole lot on TikTok, but I'm going to start doing a little bit more. Um, YouTube, all of our podcasts, all of our our street races, I don't put on YouTube. Um, that's on Facebook. Um, and then because Instagram doesn't let me put him as a person that can be on both, we don't put a lot. I put our podcast on Instagram, and I try to keep up. There's so many social media sites, I, I just can't keep up. But I try to put some quotes and stuff on there. But we're trying to grow. Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Music, and everywhere you can get your podcast, we have it all on there. So if you just want to plug that into your car, if you're just having your headphones on and you just want to listen to our audio stuff, I encourage you to go on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Music. We talked about a Patreon last week. I think we're going to hold off on the Patreon until we start to grow a little bit more of a following just because it doesn't make sense to charge two people whatever price that it would be. Yeah. If that's if you guys want that, that's something. Yeah, that and that's, that'll be something that we do a lot of our testimony stuff that we talked about. If, we, if you want to get the true, you know, legit testimonies of me and Adam, right. uh, any guests that want to come on and, and, and share their testimony and be protected. That's where the route we take for Patreon, where you know it's not just out there for the world to see and dissect. Absolutely, and post you got to pay to see that. You got to pay for it. So, um, 
But, you know, with that being said, still, um, it's still not, you know, fully protected, but it's more protected than it would be on Facebook or YouTube. Right. You know. And we are by no means trying to do this to get rich off of people. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we want to be bring the best that we the have. We want to bring the to real, everybody the truth. And, and of course, that, you know, that costs. It costs money. And we're going to continue to put our money into this. I mean, this is my dream, so I'm going to continue to work hard for this dream every day. I know Kevin feels the same way, but we want to definitely make this to where we can get out there. We can do a lot more events. We can go to the county fair. Um, we can take a week off of work so we can share the gospel with people. We can grow our ministry. We can. We, we have a passion for young adults and, and high school kids because nobody snagged us up right away there I mean there was a lot of programs but nothing that caught our ear other than all the stuff we shouldn't be doing so we want we want to make this uh, a safe place safe place for young adults teenagers um, like that I've got a couple of uh, women that want to uh, join that are now a part of the street squad and I'm gonna have them come in and kind of give their spiel one by one or both of them at the same time. We may just have four of us in here because we, you know, as guys, yeah, awesome. our main, our main job, Kevin and I's main job is to go out and make disciples of men. We are to go out there and, and teach men because we, you know, we have no business trying to teach a room full of women. That's not, we can share the gospel. We can share truth, biblical truth, truth. but Y'all got problems that we just can't, we can't handle. Straight, like we straight can't handle. Um, so we, I think that goes into correlation with for men, like women. Is the right. same for women, women shouldn't. No, and, and women can, shouldn't be doing that to men just because we are not on the same brain levels. We're not on the same, and and the Bible just clearly says, you know, men are to be leaders, and we got to be leaders of our households, leaders of our family, leaders to our neighbors leaders just to everyone around us that's how we're supposed to show that christ is in us by being leaders mm -hmm. and that's just not me and kevin aren't the leaders we're all leaders everybody is a leader and what does a leader do he goes out and he recruits people to be with him and he passes down their his wisdom and his knowledge that he got from the holy spirit and through scripture to pass on to other young men and that's what we're doing but we're going to ultimately have a couple of gals that'll be able to answer emails and questions from females, personal things from females that they're dealing with as a female that that can be answered by these gals. And they're very, very Bible-believing, truth-telling women. So Melanie and then Kaylee. Oh, nice. They both want to be a part of it. And they both want to be a part of the youth ministry, if we can get that going. Well, we can meet here maybe on a Wednesday night um, with the high school kids and um, say a few things up on the stage and then have fun with a, a couple of games and have some fun and some then break off for a half an hour and, and have a Bible study. And all the girls will go with the, with the ladies and all the fellas will go with either with me and Kevin. We have busy lifestyles. Kevin's raising a youngin and I got a little real little one, but. We'll try to we'll either both be here or one at a time. Yeah. Um, that's our passion. That really is our passion. Yes, we have lives, but we live first for Christ. And so we have fun on this podcast. We're going to continue to have fun on this podcast. 
Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the street races that came out this week. Uh, the responses were great. Yeah, thank but you. But one thing, and I can't express this enough, and I know that a lot of you are going to be like, what's the big When you see it helps us out to spread the gospel. We're all here to spread the gospel. We're here to spread it all to you guys. But when you like what you hear, like and share that content. You know, hit that share button. That gets it to people that we don't get. We're not friends with all your friends on social media. We're not friends with a lot of those people. We would like to be. We want to be. But to grow our ministry, we need to, you know, our ministry right now is solely on social media yeah. and, and all this stuff. And we're doing that because we understand that 90% of the young adults and kids right now are not engaged in church. I read a, a statistic the other day that said more than 70% of high school kids, when they leave high school, don't return to church. Dang, 70%? 70%. They don't, and the only reason they were injured is because their parents made them, which is good. No, I didn't. No, you need to encourage your children, but this is why we're doing this. Because when they're not in church, they're on their phone. That's just the nature of the beast. That's where we're at as a society. That's where we're at as a community. There's no more community. There's no more potlucks. There's no more, well, everybody's going to meet down in town square. There's none of that because this stinking phone that we have, you can just sit in the comfort of your recliner at home and you can see what everybody's doing, see what everybody's gossiping, gossiping about. And and so I had this idea that if we jumped on these social media things and we started getting in these algorithms and we started bugging people that when they're scrolling, they have to see, they have to see what's going on. My wife is texting me right now because I'm pretty sure but she just found it. She just found a snake in the rooster house. Nice. And I try to catch him every time. But what are you trying to say? It's a it's a garter gar, garter snake. Yeah, me too. No, but they're scared. They of keep the rats out of there. No, they really don't. All the animals I have on my place are lazy. Even the garters? Mm-hmm. I have lots of mice. Dude, garters are snakes. intense. Dude, I, oh man, I I swerved to miss a. Uh, Bull stake in the dirt road a little bit. Oh, yeah, don't kill those. Those are kill rattlers. Yeah, oh, I heard that's a myth. No, they, they eat rattlers. Did you see it? Yeah, dude, it's that's not a myth. But no, but you watched that happen? <clears throat> I haven't personally seen it happen. No? But I know that. Did it, you see a video of that? You don't want to get bit by a bull because the, the chance that they had just eaten a rattler, they still have their venom inside. See the tail sticking out of there because like, they got to suck it all in. I don't know how they do it. Like they gotta like start from the head. Well, they kill it first. Yeah, but like they gotta, like they gotta. So you know it. what? You know what? Snake doesn't kill their prey first. Swallows it whole. Garters. Yeah. They're vicious, dude. All the other snakes, pythons, bulls, rattlers, they strike, crush, or have venom. Rattlers. Strike and crush, dude. It's one of the first things you. Do you want me to read you what Google says? What does Google say that I'm wrong? I'm going to put like that. After I read this, I'm going to put Jeremiah Johnson on here as us. Okay. Do bull snakes eat rattlesnakes? 
No, bull snakes do not kill rattlesnakes. They do not hunt them down. And they do not eat them. The sole exception to this is opportunity. For example, a hungry adult bull snake might eat a newborn or small dead rattlesnake if given the opportunity. This so, is a dot com. You need to only read from dot boards. Okay, I'm going to tell you what. Here's a street. Here's a street assignment. I want everybody to flood our messages with all the proof about rattlesnakes and bullsnakes. <laughs> what does this accomplish in God's kingdom? Dead. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone here is like. <clears throat> A foolish tongue will get cut out. Yeah, you're right. We just read that. Oh my gosh. We got dog hair in my Bible. Nice. You have a dog? Yeah, we have a border collie. Oh yeah, what's what's her name? Bambi. Is it a girl? Yeah. Nice. Border collies are good dogs. Yeah, I think that's the show. They eat rattles. I don't know if anything but hawks. Eat oh really? I don't know. Hawks I don't know. Eat rattlesnakes well, they eat all snakes, so I don't know if they're like. Do they eat all snakes? But I'm pretty sure they're not like. Well, that's a rattlesnake, and that's a bull snake. Not like bull snakes are same, like. Same with I'm bull looking, snakes. I'm looking for a rattlesnake. I'm looking. Bull snakes and then that, don't obviously like, don't. All I can picture down. is this rattlesnake like coiled up, like bull snakes just like do it, and then. The rattlesnake goes to strike, and then that bull snake's mouth just like gets huge and boom, and then slowly swallows it all the way down, and then eventually there's just a the rattle kill sticking it first, out. dude. Half bites, like they just like choke it out. You ever seen snakes bite, dude? Yeah, it's intense. I seen two rattlesnakes bite. No, you haven't. Yeah, well, I think they were mating, but yeah, we did. <laughs> shot them both with a pistol, with a snake shot. You didn't even let them make babies. No, because there's no reason to have rattlesnakes. Yeah, for varmints. No, they're not. They control varmints, dude. So do bull snakes. How many bull snakes? And bull snakes seen? don't kill you. No, they're aggressive, bro. They yeah, but they don't you. kill you. They'll bite you, though. Yeah. Bull snakes don't kill you nowadays either. Yeah, they do. Did you just not hear the six-year-old boy in Fountain? They got bit by a rattlesnake, and then he died. Did they get him to the hospital? Yeah, they tried, but it was too late. He died. Oh. And then, not Sorry. like two weeks after that, a full-grown man died. Dude, they didn't get to the hospital. Yeah, because they have mentalities like you. It's like, well, you know, they can cure this now. And then they walk to the hospital and die at the front door. Are you kidding me? You know, you know how to avoid death by venom? Don't slowly dose yourself with it annually. So you have some in your fanny pack or what? No, that's what snake handlers do. Well, not everybody's a snake handler. <laughs> we're, we're, hawks eat snakes. Yeah, have you ever seen yeah. one flying in the air? The Mexican flag said that, dude. <laughs> See? <laughs> that's probably a rattlesnake, too, because that's what I got in Mexico. <laughs> they got rattlesnakes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's a good segue into. Uh, Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians was, 10. Oh my gosh. So I meant Ephesians 10 through. Yeah, because then we're going to go into 
uh, 10 through 20 Proverbs because I think there's some things the gentlemen need to hear. What? 10 through what? 10 through 20. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Oh. It's like there's no. I think some kid made the Bible up there and we got it. What is that? I don't know. Is that trees? Or is it a village? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Ephesians 6. I already got a highlight. There. See, so, so here's the thing, buddy. You know how to avoid getting bit by rattlers? Put on the full armor of God. You put on the full yeah. armor of well, God. Let me, here, okay. Before you listen to Kevin, yes, every day, please wake up and put on the full armor of God. That's what I pray every morning. Every morning, I, uh, I don't have nice. a bookmark on it, but um, I put on the full armor of God. Every day. That's what I ask. But here's what people get confused. Putting on the full armor of God doesn't mean that you can step in front of a tank and it's not going to run you over and you're going to die. That's going to happen. So if you put on the full armor of God and you jump into a rattlesnake pit, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get bit by all the rattlesnakes and you're going to die. Nine, now hopefully nine times out of you have the full armor of God on you and your spirit because when you die... You're going to go to heaven. That's what putting on the full armor of God, putting on that strength, you know, putting on. Let's see what, you know what? Let's see what John MacArthur has to say about this. 10 through 20? He, uh, 10 through 7, 6, 10. Be strong in the Lord, mighty in his power. Ultimately, Satan's power over Christian is already broken. And the great war is won through Christ's crucifixion and resurrection, which forever conquered the power of the sin and death. However, in life on earth, battles of temptation go on regularly. I hate that word. Regularly. Regularly. Regular. The Lord's power, the strength of the Spirit, and the force of biblical truth are required for victory. There's your full armor of God. Biblical truth and the power of Christ. Relationship with Christ. That will get you through just what he said. However, in life, battles of temptation go on regularly. Regularly. Regular. No. I want to pay Regular. The Lord's power, the strength of his spirit, and the force of biblical truth are required for victory. Yes. A true believer discipled in chaps who live chapters 1 through 3 in our chaps. <laughs> but it's what it says, chaps. chaps. Who lived in spirit-controlled life can be sure to be in a spiritual war. We're going to be in a spiritual war every day, folks. Every day is a spiritual war. I, I feel one like day. a lot of us already know that. Paul closes the letter with both warning about war and instructions on how to win it. The Lord provides the his saints with sufficient armor to combat and thwart the advert adversary. Adversary. Adversary, yeah. And not adversary. No, it says adversary. <laughs> the apostle briefly sets forth the basic truths regarding the believer's necessary spiritual preparation as well as truths regarding his enemy, his battle, and his victory in he specifies the six most necessary pieces of spiritual armor 
which, which God equips his children to resist and overcome Satan's assaults. Yep. Facts. Brother Kevin, would you please continue reading in Ephesians? Okay. Are you all right? Then? Okay, you started 12. You want to start 12? Yeah, 12 is good. Because it says, For our struggle is not against the flesh. It's not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Man. That's the devil. That's where his playground is. That's the term used of hand-to-hand -hand combat, rendered as wrestle by some translations, struggling with wrestling features trickery, and deception, like Satan and his hosts, when they attack, copying with deceptive temptations requires truth and righteousness. The four designations describe the different strata and rankings of those demons and the evil supernatural empire in which they operate. Satan's forces of darkness are highly structured for the most destructive purpose, not against flesh and blood, spiritual forces of evil, this possibly refers to the most depraved abominations, including such things as extreme sexual perversions, yep. cultism, and yep. Satan worship yep. in heavenly realms. Which, I mean, Satan worship includes idol worship. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I don't think if you love Justin Bieber that much, like you love him too much that you're worshiping Satan, just think that you have... Idolatry. Idolatry, yeah. yeah. But Satan is involved in that. This refers to the entire realm of spiritual beings. So, guys, you're in a cult. I'm not going to list them all because they want to flow out of my mouth right now. But yeah, we're not, we're not taking shots. If you now. know that you're in one, then, then, hey, put on the full armor of God. Yeah. The full armor of God. Chapter 13. It's a good one. Yeah. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness and that comes from the gospel of peace. I'm going to finish out 16. Go ahead. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows that the evil one will. The evil one sends your way. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people pray also for me that whenever I speak words may be given to me that I will fiercely make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And that's Paul speaking from a prison cell. 
But I really think a lot of us are, are, are you know, we have, I'm not trying to degrade Paul's situation here, but a lot of us are in chains. We are in yeah. prison cells. Well, oh, yeah, sin. we're all bonded by something. Something's yeah, holding down. Right. But guess what, guys? When we say pull out on the full armor of God, that doesn't mean that when you accept Christ in your life that you get an Amazon package at the door and it's a uniform that you put on. No. Oh, this is definitely putting on the full armor of God is the belt, the breastplate, the shoes, and the boots. Just like you go into war. You get up every morning, you put your belt on, you put your shirt on, you put your boots on, you put your socks on, you put all that stuff on. That is, you're just having your head, you're putting on that full armor of God. The last thing that you're going to get in combat is you're going to put on the shield, the helmet, and the sword. Those are all the things. We are kept ready for use every day has been evil since the fall of man. Since, since the apple, the bite, since the flood, everything evil has been upon us every day. So it is important to put on that form of God. Even if you think that when you go to just a nursing home and everything, everything's so great and grand. No, evil isn't just outside, it's inside. Yeah. Evil is inside of us every day. Satan can do everything but read your thoughts. He can slingshot thoughts at you. But he can't read your thoughts. So keep that in mind. Um, the goal is to stand firm against every or against the enemy without wavering or failing. So we're ready to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. We're ready to ring that bell. We're ready to go all nine rounds, twelve rounds, whatever it is in boxing. But you just you go every day with Satan. And you're gonna do that all the time. And his minions. Every day. You're not just dealing with Satan every day. You're dealing with yeah. all the little demons, dealing with all the little He's minions. He's not on a mission. He's not no, everywhere. He can't. He's not like Christ. He, he has demons. He has his demons, and they get to us every day. I mean, Jezebel. Has anybody heard of, him, heard of her? Look it up. <laughs> um, no, that's a very good one. Um, putting on that full armor of God yeah. is definitely, definitely something that I try to do every day. Um, to break the chains, um, to have that sword of righteousness um, at the ready, at the ready all the time, because Satan attacks me 24/7. From the moment my my feet hit the floor, he is standing at my bedside, ready to go. I can almost smell the sulfur on his breath because I try to get so deep into this. The closer you get into this, the ranker his breath gets. And that's just truth. That's what's going to happen. And the reason, and the He's more he ramps it up, and you're like, I don't understand why God's letting this happen to me. I don't know why God's being so harsh on me. Well, let me tell you why Satan is ramping yeah, that up. Quit blaming God. You are destined to do something great. You are destined to do something. You're destined to move mountains, and Satan doesn't want you to. Yeah, you switch that attitude of blaming God for it and thank him. Yes. Thank him. It's hard to situation. think. Help him. It'll he, you thank him you know, through that storm. He's going to pull you. There was, a, there was a guy, and I don't want to name any names, that said to me once, am I supposed to thank God? He didn't know how to pray. And so I said, well, this is kind of how you pray. And I tried to give him the Lord's Prayer and kind of a model of how to pray. And he's like, so I'm supposed to just thank God for getting in trouble? Um Thank God for and it's, for my life. Since I'm supposed to be like, yeah, because here's here's what I've seen happen, and he doesn't see this yet. He got in trouble, yes, and that sucks. I've been in trouble numerous times. I've slept on. I've had 
three hots in a cot too many times. What? And um, what that that's jail. Oh. So you get a cot and you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Three hots in a cot. Yeah. Dang, dude, I've been there. So you know it's it sucks, but you 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 got to look beyond that. So I looked at him and as, as he got in trouble, he hasn't he hasn't had a drop of alcohol in four months. Good for him. But he doesn't see it that way. He doesn't see that God He's put him there to get him here. And he doesn't get the shakes. He doesn't crave it that I know of or anything like that. But when he asked how to pray and I, and I try to show him how to pray, he's like, so why would I ask? Why would I thank God for anything bad that happened? Well, he's not looking at the fact that he's been sober for four months. Probably good. Yeah, he's not looking at the He's not looking at the clear. He just looks at all the money that he's now spending, you know, with attorneys and things like that. That's all he thinks is that God is punishing him. And, well, in a sense, God was punishing him. He was saying that, hey, you need to slow down or you're going to do something really bad. And so, he, yeah, he got that, but God loves him enough that he's keeping him on the straight and narrow path. Because a lot of people get in trouble like that, and they don't care what the judge says. They don't care what the authorities say. And they just do what they want. They, and they press and harder into that. that and they get too. deeper and deeper into that temptation. And, and for him, that's by the grace of God that he's not tempted to drink every day. And I think that's, I think, praise God for something like yeah. that. But guys, that's that's the things that we need to be equipped with. That's that's the things that we need to come out of our mouths is things like that. To to let people know that no, you're not thanking God all the time for all the troubles, but you are because of where you're at right now mm-hmm. is exactly what what it is. Yeah. Why it's so very important to put on that armor. And put I, it on. Now, I did, That's my favorite one. I, my I, favorite verses. I, I, I don't. I haven't put it on in, in a long time, and I've, I've been attacked. Well, I bet you, you bet you have because you did how many street races and just opening your Bible with your son. That is in the, the sword. I've been arming myself for sure. Yeah. But putting on this, doing the full thing, guys. I think that that is probably the most important thing. Putting on all of this. God has given us these tools to to survive this world, and you know if if you're not if you're not utilizing that tool, then you're open. You you got vulnerabilities, and and we all have that, and that's okay. But doing this will make it a little bit better for yourself, and especially all of us going through those struggles that never seem to cease. Don't get trapped in that cycle of saying. Why am I being punished? Why is this so terrible? Start thinking about what you're thankful for. I woke up today. I'm sober today. I haven't had a drop of alcohol. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. You know, I've got food in my belly. I've got a roof over my house. Those things seem so simple. We take them for granted. Because then next minute, you know, you're driving down the road and you see somebody who lives outside. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just something that you gotta you gotta really be thankful to God for because that stuff is could be here and gone just like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Attitude of gratitude. I think that was Denzel that I heard that from recently, you know. Start your prayers like that. 
Even yeah. if you don't think you got anything to be thankful for, you really think about it, you do. Yeah, for you sure. Know, sit there and, 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 like I said, be thankful for the people in your life that, that still love you and care for you, that deal with all you, with all the stuff you're going through with you. You know, you got to remember that people are, people that love you are, are going through it too, you know, and when you sit there and if you get stuck, it's just a vicious cycle. Absolutely. You know, what happened? Nothing, I was just, nice. didn't show us what we're, nothing. Sorry, I just didn't want to be boring, you guys, so I was looking. It's going, it's just, uh, didn't show, oh, there it is, okay. Oh, that little thing. Um, while we're on this, you know, uh, Kevin did a street race earlier this week, and he got into the book of Proverbs, and I haven't really studied a lot into the Old Testament. And I've heard a lot of people say, and you, Mary, you said that you love the book of Proverbs, and a lot of people responded to that video. It's a little backstory on that. You talked about it in one of the street readings that it's Solomon speaking to his, to his sons. sons. Sorry, yeah, man. this is, um, yeah, Solomon, Solomon, or however you say it, Solomon. Saul, Solomon, Solomon, he was speaking to his sons. How do you say Salmon. Salmon. My coworker says Salomon, and I want does. to snap every time. Can I, we get some salmon? But he's that kind of guy what? that he does like um, Salomon and herbs. I'm like, it's herbs. herbs. Herb. I'm like, it's herbs. Herbs. Okay. Um, Herbaceous. I yeah, um, in my John MacArthur study Bible, Where you at? in my commentary, um, it, it describes the, I'm going to go grab that real quick, but I'm on uh, chapter 14, verse 13. I'm going to highlight that because this one is really good. And, and I think it, you know, that's something that we all need to think about is, is this verse. And it just kind of stuck out to me when I was looking for what I was really looking for. 14, 13. Um, even in laughter, the heart may ache, and rejoicing, it may end in grief. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, how many times do we do this? Even in laughter. Every day. Yeah, meaning, you know, I might be smiling, and I might be telling jokes, and I might be the life of the party, or it might be you. But even in laughter, the heart may ache. And, you know, these, these kind of things that, that are in the Bible, there's so many people that I run into that are like, that don't believe in the Bible or anything the Bible says, but yet this is, this can't, how many times have you heard from therapists that, you know, they put on the face of a clown or, you know, the, the tears the of a saddest clown. The people smile the strongest. Yeah. Never, I hear this, that all the time. How did they get it? It's because Solomon was writing this down in Proverbs. This was, you know, he was, Putting this in Proverbs, even the laughter, even in laughter, the heart may ache. Oh, so you never know what anybody's going through. You never know what anybody's going through. You know, they might be the jokester, the class clown, the fool that's getting in trouble all the time, but he makes a joke of it all the time. Because even in laughter, the heart is, is aching or hurting. And you'll never know that until you really learn to know that. But then... And rejoicing may end in grief. So, you know, you're rejoicing and you're celebrating and, and you're having a good time with somebody and and you, you part ways. You don't know what they're going, you don't know what's going on behind yeah. closed doors. 
I think that's a big thing with, you know, filling those, filling that emptiness with worldly things. Right. You know, you, and you're, you're, you're laughing with people, you're making people laugh. Everybody's like, oh, he's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you, truly, you know, have you asked, do you ask those people, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. When you're alone with somebody, do you, do you ever say, you doing all right? How are you doing? What's going on with you? And you probably catch them off guard. I know that's happened to me a couple of times. I was like, just out of nowhere, you know, how, how often can you reflect and think, someone just asked me, how am I doing? And then you should probably, how do I answer that? Yeah. If you can't answer that right away, then you, this may be you. You know, I, I know that that's me sometimes. And, you know, if you can't be like, oh, I'm great. I'm having a good time. You know, you, you know, it's, we put on masks and, and that can be dangerous. Right. And just a little bit on the inside of Sol, Solomon here is the phrase Proverbs of Solomon is more of a title than an absolute statement of authorship. While King Solomon, who ruled Israel from 971 to 9 BC, 931 BC, from 971 931 BC, and was granted great wisdom by God, is the author in the Deodict section. In the Proverbs of, of 10, 1, 22, 16, he is likely only the complier of sayings of the wise in which are an uncertain date before Solomon's reign. The collection, the collection of chapters in 25 to 29 was originally composed by Solomon, but copied and included later by Judea's, Judah's king, Hezekiah. 715 to 686 BC. Chapter 30 reflects the words of Agar. In chapter 31, the words of Lemuel. So we're in 14. Perhaps Samuel, huh? Solomon. Solomon. Mm-hmm. Samuel, sorry. Proverbs was not assembled in its final form until Hezekiah's day, and thereafter Solomon authorized his Proverbs before his heart was turned away from God. So here you go with a wise man, a very wise man, and still he was turned away from God. God gave him all the wisdom, everything that he needed to know, and thank God it got written down here, mm-hmm. because he still turned from God. I believe he came back, which I'm sure everybody can tell me about that. The faithless will be fully repaid for their ways, and the good reward for theirs. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. The simple believe everything. Yeah. That's the rabbit holes that we go down on YouTube and all this, and you're right, 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 all the time. The simple believe everything. That means you're simple-minded. That means you don't leave any part of your brain to give thought to your steps. I like to say question everything. You ha- yeah, you In have this to. world, you got to question everything. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. That means what they're saying right there, you, we've all met that hothead, the guy that know it all, that everything, and yet he he's so full of junk that he believes his own junk. That's what it's saying right there is, the wise fear of the Lord. That means and the fear. Me right the, now the fear. My, my, uh, 
Yeah. So, yeah. And guess what happened? <laughs> guess what happened? Guess what happened? <laughs> you felt secure, but the quick-tempered person does foolish things. The one who devises evil schemes is hated. Schemes, yeah. Schemes. It's the Zeems. Quick-tempered person does foolish things. Man, can't we relate to that? I used to you get set off. My yeah, you get set off. All of a sudden, you just do stupid stuff like punch walls and kick people. People, yeah, yeah. Evil doers will bow down in the presence of good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. Dang. The poor are shunned by even their neighbors. But if you got something for somebody, then everybody loves you. You're going to have a lot of friends. If somebody doesn't think you have anything, then you're shunned by even your neighbors. Yeah. Because you don't have anything to give them. And that's what Solomon is teaching. If you ain't got nothing, nobody likes you. But if you have everything, then everybody wants to be your friend. What is it better? I think he's leading to the poor man. Yeah. It is, it is a sin, because right after that, he says in 21, it is a sin to despise one's neighbor. Blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. So even if you have that rich neighbor, and you're like, Dad, so-and-so bleepity bleep, <laughs> you're not doing any better than that so-and-so bleepity bleep. You can't shun your neighbor just because he's rich. And he's doing stupid stuff. You just and you can't shun the poor. You can't shun the poor because they don't have anything to offer you. Everybody, I think everybody has. Blessed is the one who's kind to the needy, and that's just not the poor. There's also a verse, and and you people, everybody can look it up for me. But there's also a verse in the Bible that just says, "Give to those who ask." Yeah. It's just not the poor that your neighbor. It's your friend, it's your family member, it's anybody. Down on their luck. If they need something, and it's not even just down on their luck. Like, how many of you guys have been like, somebody said, can I borrow your lawnmower? You're like, oh, no, because I heard you tear them up, dude. <laughs> That's not how you, I mean, yeah, have discernment, but come on. Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good, find love and faithfulness. Yeah. How many of y'all plot evil and got smacked by your mom because you lied? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Every time you do something stupid, it comes back to you. I sat in DUI and alcohol classes and heard them say over and over again, you might drink three times and get in trouble. You might drink 3,000 times and get in trouble. Sooner or later, you're going to get in trouble. And I thought... Yeah, I got in trouble this one time, and now I'm getting in trouble again. One, two, three. Yeah, I'm done doing that. I don't care if you're 1 or 99. If you're 1 years old and you're doing something evil or something wrong for 99 years and you get caught at 99, you still got caught. That is exactly those, but not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan was good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. That's what I've been. Ugh, I gotta highlight that. No, I'll do it tomorrow, dude. Huh? I'll do it tomorrow. 
Oh, I like that. Song. Oh, I was like, what? I'm not doing tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm like, we're not done. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do Guess what that does? You're gonna be poor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing tomorrow. All hard work brings profit. You gotta work for what you want. You got to work. Say what you mean and mean what you say. That's why I always say when I say in youth group, and I've said it to other people, I'm like, if you're gonna talk about it, then be about it. Yeah. Talk about it, be about it. But just mere talk only brings you to poverty. You just talk all you want. You just be poor. Who wants to be in poverty? I was like, that's not how you say that. <laughs> the wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fool yield folly. The truthful witness saves lives. The false witness, the false witness is deceitful. That's sad. Just because your friends says, "Hey man, you gotta have my back," right? No, not if it's not true. Truthful witness saves lives. If your friend is having a problem with addiction to anything and slips, but needs you to tell somebody else that they didn't slip, you're not saving their life. Don't do it. You're buying into their addiction. You're enabling them. Yeah, you're an enabler. Whoever fears the Lord has structure. Or I'm sorry. Whoever fears the Lord is secure, has a for, secure fortress. And for their children it will be a refuge. Mm. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. Turning a person from the snares of death. You know, so I, I think it's saying, important that we talk about the fearing. God. See, so that's what I was just gonna get into. So a lot of people are like, why do I fear a loving God? This is the best example that I could come up with. Have you ever been in so much trouble with your dad that he said, boy, I'm going to put the fear of God in you. <laughs> okay, this is the best description I can come up with. Okay, and you might have not even been aware of God or knew God. You just weren't following Christ. You weren't following God. But for whatever reason, your dad saying, boy, you keep doing that and I promise you I will put the fear of God in you. Meaning he's going to kill you. And so as time goes on and you grow older and you get with a group of friends or you go and do something, that voice in the back of your head is your father saying, boy, do this, you go You back. do this and I will put the fear of God in you. So you don't do it. Let's just say you don't do it. You don't do it. And your other friends get caught. They either go to jail or they get beat half to death by their father. But you didn't. You didn't because your dad had his arm around you and saying, see, boy, that's our father God. The fear of God is having in your head that you know you're not supposed to do something, but you, you think you could do it anyway. If you, you have the fear, but if you have the fear of God in you, you know you can't get away with it. Because let me tell you what's going to happen. We all do it anyways. But let's just say that you're like, that's in your head. And you're like, I, mm, nope, nope, God, you're wrong. Something happens and you die. And now you're face to face with God. And he said, man, how many times did I tell you not to do that? Yeah, but I thought it's too late. 
Now we have the salvation of Christ, Jesus Christ. He knows you're a sinner. He died for your sins, and your sins have been forgiven. But unless you repent and turn from your evil ways and follow Christ, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that that's Christ perfect. made it easy. We're in the Old Testament. This is when it wasn't easy. Yeah. This is when it was really hard. This is when you had to sacrifice 20 bulls to or just anything, yeah. But anyway, Christ died for all of this junk that we're already saying. All you gotta do is follow Christ, and you might mess up a little bit, but He forgives you already because He already knows every single time you're gonna mess up before you even know. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, so you're into here where it's like you better get it right. This is a great roadmap for all you young guys and gals. It's a great roadmap. But you you but you can't you have to have a fear of God in you before you can accept the forgiveness of Christ. It's just like you feel you fear your father, and if you don't have a father, the same way you feel about your mother. Because you don't have a parent, it's the same way you feel about any know. authority figure in your life. If they catch you doing what you're doing, and you know that they're going to be disappointed and they're they're gonna, you're gonna get in trouble. That is the fear of God. So we have the fear of God, right? But so you ever had you ever had a friend that had a parent? Maybe it was a single parent, maybe not. But like their mom or the dad just forgave him, forgave him, forgave him, forgave him. There was never any discipline. Yeah. And then that friend ended up being a maniac. Put to jail. Or something just crazy. Ended up dead. Or whatever. <clears throat> it's because they didn't have the fear of a parent who was like, "Yeah, I forgive you. I love you. I'm gonna wrap you in my arms and love you forever." But if you mess up, I gotta whack it every now and again. Yeah. That's exactly what God will knock you on your butt. Christ will love you forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's just Proverbs 14. This goes on and on and on. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. That's chapter 15. I'm going to let y'all get into the rest of it. Get into Proverbs. I'm going to keep doing my street races on Proverbs. Um, You guys, it is so important to get into your Bible. I mean, this is just, you said Proverbs is the Old Testament, but it's so great. It's so rich. It's so, got so much fruit, so much meat. It's so good. Once you got that seed planted, you get into it. Um, it's a roadmap. It's great. Get into it. I love it. I love this book. I love the Bible. We're just a couple of boneheads going through this, and it makes sense to us, and we know it makes sense to you. What do you got? Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, no, I know. I just think we're a couple of rolling boneheads. That's the only thing you got. And guys, listen, um, we have yeah. big dreams for this ministry. Obviously, this is God driven. This is Christ. This is the Holy Spirit drives us to do whatever we're going to do. If it fails, it fails. It's because the Holy Spirit didn't want it to work. But this is God driven. This is not. 
we joke around, we have a good time, we do this, but when we get down to brass tacks, it's not a joke to us mm -hmm. because this is real. We really want to reach people. We want to bring people closer to Christ. We want to have fun doing it, even though it's not going to be fun every single time. We want to get into some serious um, discussions with people. So if you want to be on our podcast or you want to come join us, know this. We're not rich. We're rich in God. We're rich in spirit. Yeah. We're rich in all that. We don't have the best equipment. What I got is usually Amazon's choice because it's... It's great a choice. It's great. Yeah, so... And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I get wrapped up sometimes and I get depressed because I don't have the best equipment. I don't have this. But then I realize that people who I watch their podcasts are millionaires. And I'm not. But I'm going to do everything I can. Everything that I have, I've been blessed to have. And that's all been from God. It's all been from God. This is not about me. It's not about Kevin. This is about Christ. And we're trying to get his voice be heard. Mm -hmm. That's all we want for you guys. And we're going to have fun. We're going to joke. We're going to have, because like Rick says in, in church, and which we wish you guys would come, join us in church. Come sit with us. Come talk with us. Yeah. Come hang out. You guys, I promise you won't be disappointed. Even if it's just a one-time trip, come out here and see us. Maybe you want to come back. I don't know. It's such a it's such a great feeling. We're about to start uh, probably Labor Day. We're going to start our men's Bible study. I encourage a lot of you young guys to come join me and Kevin as we learn. We don't lead the Bible study. We might have the opportunity to lead it every now and then. But come and join us. Learn with us. I have no idea what we're going to get into, but I'm excited for it already. Oh yeah. Um, we're going to have a church. I got to talk to. I got to talk to. We usually have a, a kickoff um, miniature golf game in Colorado Springs. We'd love for you guys to come hang out with us. Do that. Um, let's go. Yeah. Let's just let's just go have fun, guys. Uh, I'm going to talk to maybe Melanie. And see maybe next week or if she wants to join us for one of these. Yeah. And then you guys could get to know the team. Um, we got Tara that is, you know, she's getting ready to go to college. She's very knowledgeable. She's very good at what she does. Eventually, she's going to take over a lot of the So We're still going to have get her on here. our hand. Yeah, that's what I'm just going to get. Well, you know what? I'm not going to build her up then. We're just going to get her on here. Yeah, build her up. We're going <laughs> to. We're going <laughs> to. Uh, she, you know, she's going to help us out with our social media, our website and stuff like that. Um, she's getting ready to go to college in Kansas. Yep, Kansas. And so, <laughs> she's probably going back. Yeah, Nebraska. That's why we need to get her out here. So um, but no, we want to get her because she just graduated high school. And that's what I'm talking about. Age. Yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, statistic we, you just brought up. Yeah. Let's see where she's at. What she thinks. If she can get in, tagged in, but that's why I wanted to keep her involved with this because she is very smart and knowledgeable. Get her on here. Um, you know, we'll get some questions and have her kind of give a little bit of her statement of faith and what gets her going on this. We're gonna get Melanie. I'll get my wife out here one day. We just had a new. We she's our daughter's gonna be four months old, so that's a little more difficult, and she doesn't like to be in front of the camera a lot. Just trust me when I say when you want a God-fearing, Bible-believing woman, it is her. 
I promise one day we may get her on here. It just might not be anytime soon as we're raising the little one. Um, Kevin, and then he's got some people. Maybe his brother might want to come on one time. Yeah. Maybe his sister wants to come on and talk about dead bodies. I don't know. Deputy Coroner of the Boko. Maybe Kevin's dad has, has a story he'd like to tell sometime, or maybe just come kick it with us and do a Bible study. Yeah. Um, there's so many things we want this to go. Uh, we might looking... we might bring in some of them guys that are in the Bible study if we're going to yeah, continue they... to do this Tuesdays. We don't know. Yeah, it might be. I mean, it doesn't matter when we film it. Like most of you, like I tell you, we film it on Tuesday, and it might be edited and put out on Saturday. Either way, you're still going to get your content. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Tuesday, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday. We're gonna figure out a day where we can do it. We want to give you guys our hundred percent where we're not rushed, where it's not rushed. And then this room, they do their women's Bible study. That room, in the modular, we do our men's Bible study. So who knows? But we'll either way, we're gonna get our content out there. We'll ask them those guys if they want to. Some of them are old enough where they don't understand social media, and they're like, "I think it would be great though, because if we ask them yeah. questions, and- yeah." We may have our pastor Rick on here. To, uh, to break it down and be like, you guys are uh, you guys are not smart, and everybody who's been listening to your podcast is now dumber for not <laughs> listening to it. Uh, but no, guys, it's we love that meaning. This yeah, go check us out. Keep hitting us with our. We we had a couple more submissions to streetsmartchristian.com. That's Street Smart Christian, but you got to remember Street Smart Christian, the number one. Dot com street smart christian it's weird i looked it up to get the domain name it was gone but there's no so somebody just has that name but they're not doing anything with it so street smart christian number one dot com not street smart christian hashtag n-u-m-b-e-r-o-n-e no street smart christian one number one Numero1.com. A lot of people are having a hard time because Google's not just going to throw us up in the lineup and tell everybody plugs it. So you got so a lot of times you got to put www.streetsmartchristian.com. It'll take you to it because a lot of times people are punching it in and just taking them to YouTube, which is good. But if you want to see our website with our bios on there, that's what you got to go to www.streetsmartchristian.com. Check it out. What I've been bio? putting I've been our biography. What is that? Are you trying to tell me that you just <laughs> lectured me on not saying words correctly in the Bible <laughs> and about rattlesnakes and 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 bull snakes? <laughs> and when I say bio or biography, it's like a biopic. A biography is your story it's a movie, of your life right? about your life. And no, it's not just a movie. There's bio biography movies, yes. There's biography books. What you sent to me that I put on our website yeah. was your bio as far as when you came to Christ. Yeah. Bioshock video game. Bioshock the video game. <laughs> no, I'm just, I was trying to get you to elaborate on it, man. I just Not everybody did. knows what a bio is. No, everybody knows what a bio is. Sorry, I guess I'm the only one. I'm gonna put a poll on Facebook. How, How many people know what a bio? What a bio was until he, until it's now. Don't you just no. If I promise you, 
99.9 of everybody that you say bio to will know what a biography is. For, I tell you what, here's, the, here's, here's your street assignment. When you go to work tomorrow, I want you to be like, hey man, what's your bio? Or hey man, do you have a bio? Or what's a bio? And they're going to be like, man, you know what are you talking about? No, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, well, you know, I was born in California and then I moved here when I was 15 and went to high, and they're going to give you their biography. <laughs> and they're going to, they're going to look at you like, I'm going to go into the street. Why do you want to know everything about, if you go into, okay. And I'm going to take a camera and I'm going to say, I follow this person on TikTok, and I'm not kidding you. He goes out there and he says, "How many, how many states are in the United States?" And people are like, um, "That's different than a bio." 23. No, it's not. You are one of those people on the street that the guy would be like, "Yes." Like if they were like, "Hey, hey, what's a bio?" And you're like, "I don't know, like bio-nuclear warfare," and he'd be like, "Yes, that's incorrect." Yeah, and then he would walk away. That's what everybody watching you on TikTok is like. That guy's really like that. What's a bio? Biography. Biology. Dude, if you go on Facebook, it's probably got just bio. Sorry. (laughs) We're going to continue to pray for Kevin. We all need it, right? Yeah. um, now I just lectured you on biography. Okay, now smart question number one. Everybody knows. Go there. There's a section there. If you got prayer requests, I believe Meredith, you sent one. I think that's how you did it. Let me know. But there, prayer requests. You put it on there. Whatever, send it to us. We'll respond to it right away. Um, Tara is an administrator on the website. I don't know if I made you one yet. Probably not. Probably not. Um, <laughs> You know, because he didn't even know bio was. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I will make him an administrator to it too, what's so that he can get an admin. Administrator. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's not kidding. I am. No, he's not. I am. Um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all at Street Smart Christian. Takes you right to our YouTube. I usually have this. Graffiti. It says Jesus on a brick wall. That's if you find that you're in the right spot. Check out our Facebook. That's where you're gonna get our you're gonna get our videos on Instagram, um, Facebook. Facebook's where you're gonna get He Goes Live. I do a little bit with the editing thing because I play with it a lot, trying to figure it out how to do more with the app that I have that our editing site provides. Um, Instagram, I'm so still trying to get, so if a lot, if anybody wants to team up and you're trustworthy and you go through a long, lengthy process of trustworthiness, I could have somebody just be my administrator to my Instagram page. Because you sang in the Easter choir one time, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is this a Make-A-Wish program? Good. Is this a Make-A-Wish program? <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, hit us up, Instagram, Facebook. Edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Timestamp. Timestamp. Uh, check us out on that. Like I said, the website is a big one, guys. Um, follow us on there. If you go to our website, every time we put something on Spotify and all that, it goes directly to our website. 
So all the newest podcasts are audio on our on our website. If you want to see video, there are links to every one of our social media pages YouTube. on our website. You just click on the YouTube emblem, takes you right there. If you go on YouTube, hit that bell notification, that like notification and that subscription. Right. That way, every time something we put on YouTube, it will alert you. Whether you want to watch it on YouTube or Facebook, they're all going on at the same time. Hit that bell notification, ding, your phone goes off, street smart did something. Yeah. We love you guys. We want to we want you guys to be involved. So please get involved. Please. This is not just mine and Kevin's managed deal. This is managed by you, the people. It doesn't work without you guys, or we're just talking to a bright circle that has a camera in the middle of it. Yeah, you threw me off on that. That we can look at the camera now. Well, because I looked at their video and I was like, editing I don't it. want to look at it. And when, well, yeah, but we were like, you fine, because then you look over here. It looks like you're talking to me, but I'm like, and I look like I'm talking to the wall. Yeah. So I edited it and I'm like, yeah, when you look at the camera, it looks like you're looking people in the eyes. Oh. And people want that. Do they? You just Sometimes. Like I mean, they're like look... talking. I mean, I haven't really been looking because it blinds me. And I think that's why Melanie needs to be our first guest because she's like, I'll teach you how to use that real good. Yeah, she's smart, man. We're not. No, we just have these Bibles. I'm gonna get them over to Mardell's one of these days. We're gonna have a shopping spree. I want to get red letter Bible because that was the most comments we got. Was like, uh, right? There's no Mardell's is. I do know what Mardell's is. Now, I did before. You thought it was like '93. You thought it was part of Citadel. Yeah. It is across the street. No, it's not. It's, yeah. No. It was at one point. So. Maybe. I don't know. What, no, it wasn't. That was a Christian bookstore. Wait, okay, hold on. What's it say? Okay. <laughs> get into Proverbs. Get into your Bible, y'all. We love Simple you. People believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. Yeah, and you need to think about what you're saying before you just say it. <laughs> Mardell's by the Citadel Mall. Bull snakes eat rattlesnakes. I will say that everybody that's old taught us that, but they were wrong. Yeah, you know that too. How do you know it's People don't, but I was educated. Obviously, because I, I studied it. You didn't hunt it. Obviously, bull snakes don't go out hunting. Like yeah, but they just not. No, they just kill rattlesnakes if they come across them. No, they don't. They're just like, there's another snake. No, they, they It just said if their dead babies are on the road, they'll eat them. Yeah, opportunity presents itself. Not all the time with the bull rattlesnake. Okay. Next episode, we're going to have a rattlesnake on here. We're going to see what opportunity presents itself when Kevin tries to grab it by the face. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Amen. Father God, we love you so much, and we thank you for giving us the opportunity to do the things we do. We know that if it wasn't for the sacrifice that you made for all of us, that this would not be possible. Father, we love you for loving us. We just want to love on you more every day. We want to walk like you more every day. We want you to use us as a tool in your mighty toolbox to go out there into the world and bring people closer to you. You said it. I will make you fishers of men, God, and that's all we want you to do for us. We want you to, we want you to provide us with the right tackle that we need to go out there and fish for men, Father. 
We ask that you walk with every one of us as we go on with the rest of our week. We ask that you be with all the boys and girls, men and women, everyone out there that's looking to be closer to you and doesn't know how to do it. We ask that you just guide them into your way. And if that's through our podcast, we ask that you just put that on their hearts, Father. We just want you to be the leader of all this. You are the ultimate gang leader in this gang of the Street Squad. And it's your name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Gang! Street Squad? Good night. <laughs> <laughs>